myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Hello, is it a start of the Dodgers are looking for? I can see it in their confused eyes. I can see it in their crooked smiles. Their rotation can't stay healthy to save their lives. Bueller is out for the year, and now Mays is up on the shelf. And they turn around and Urias is out. Can someone come in and save this Dodgers rotation? <laughs> Welcome to the Long Gone Podcast. It's me, Michael. And with me is always singing some Lionel Richie this week. Yes, man. What up? D Ford. How's it going, man? It's going. It's always our go-to song right there. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, a little, hello. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, so the Dodgers, uh, I can't even really, uh, really name many people in their rotation because they're dropping like flies. Well, I mean, you kind of broke it down in your song. I mean, Urias is out at least for probably half the month, maybe a whole yeah, month. Who knows? Um, like Kershaw's out. out. Kershaw's out. He had another kid, huh? He had another kid, so he's gonna be out for a little bit. And then so May, he's, the, he's he's the Nick Cannon of baseball, huh? He's the Nick Cannon <laughs> of baseball. And then uh, Dustin May went down with an elbow injury. They transferred him to the sixty day DL. Oh, they did, huh? I, yeah, I'll, I'll be dropping that baby on. Uh, on my, right now, he's just on my IL spot. So you know, I got to free that spot up. So I think he'll uh, he'll be going. It's it, it's pretty bad with the Dodgers right now. Yeah. And obviously, as you mentioned in your song again, um, Walker <laughs> Bueller's out. So I mean, he's been out, and that's everybody yeah. knew that was going to happen. So we're <laughs> kind of at this unseen point where. Uh, you know, with Walker Bueller being out, he would have been the guy to take over at the mm-hmm. the helming the rotation, but now he's he's gone. So we're kind of left with a uh, Tony Gonzalez, Noah Syndergaard, and yep. and Bobby Miller, maybe, maybe sure, Gavin, Bobby Miller, yeah, That's Gavin a... Stone, maybe. I don't know. Sure, sure. Funny thing is, they just keep rolling. First place, <laughs> they are in first place, and they look good. I mean. Yeah. I'm going to say it now. I think I think in the long run, I think this it, is going to be their demise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Much like a, a bullpen's a demise to a, a team come playoff time, pitching wins championships. And yeah, you can do it here in the regular season, but when they shorten that rotation come playoff time, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be their demise here. So yeah, especially when you get in the long days of August, the dog mm-hmm. days there. And even if you make it to the playoffs, which I'm sure yeah, they sure will, they will. Yeah. that's when pitching's on its a game and yep. you're going to need star potential there. You're going to yep. need Urias at his full potential. Clayton Kershaw, yep. who was always good in the postseason for the most part. And mm-hmm. you need that, mm-hmm. that punch. But if you're, Kind of having a rotation built on rookies and middle of the road guys. They're gonna have hiccups. Yeah, they're gonna have hiccups. They're gonna have their growing pains. And they're not yeah. gonna be uh, lights out every time. Um, you know, every every start here. So, you know, if they're relying on next man up and the next man up is a twenty three year old rookie, God help us. <laughs> you know, God help us all if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bobby Miller's their top. Their top yep. prospect in their in their team, and they brought him up. And the fact, the thing is, he had like a five something ERA. I saw that, yeah, in, coming in out of AAA. Yeah, exactly. So far, so I was like, I wasn't hanging much hope on it. 
No, I mean he the he's an Illinois native. He's big six five dude, and mm-hmm. uh, they like his stuff. I like his stuff. I think mm-hmm. he brings a, a lot to the game. Um, he had a pretty good first outing. Yep. I thought he did really well against the Braves. I think it was the Braves. So, uh, you know, one point eight zero ERA to start five Ks. I mean, mm-hmm. not bad, not, not bad, bad at all. The thing is, though, with, with five uh, innings, you know, with, with a new pitcher coming up, making their big league debut, the advantage always goes to the pitcher because the hitters haven't seen this guy before. Right. So coming into the next star, he might even have a solid next start if he gets one. But uh, after that, hitters are going to be able to mm-hmm. have, you know, to have tape on now and be able to see. And then they'll they'll make their adjustments mm-hmm. and then it'd be up to him to make adjustments. But, you know, if his ERA coming out of the triple A is already up in the fives. I'm right. guessing the hitters are going to figure things out pretty quickly, and uh, and it, it could be not a, a smooth sail for him to come his third start if he gets one. But yeah. like you said before the show, most likely when Kershaw comes back from uh, you know paternity leave, he's most likely going to take a trip back to the minors. So I think so. Yeah. It just depends on. I think it also depends on where Julio Urias is at. Right I think with that, the hamstring issue. So yeah, and I don't know how many options they have on Bobby Miller. Um, right to to be called up and sent back down but yeah I, bobby miller is a really good pitcher and i think in the long run he's going to be a like one mm-hmm. of uh, an essential key piece to their rotation in the future Agreed. i'm not saying he's not ready now i mean obviously with his good outing but like you said there's teams that are going to figure him out and mm-hmm. it's like in any sport i mean you see these a uh, quarterback that comes in and lights up the world well once you get some game tape on the guy <laughs> you can exactly. kind of figure out maybe where he, you know, what he's doing better, and then yep. you could kind of stopgap a lot of that. And I think that's what's going to probably end up happening to Bobby Miller. So I don't yep. expect this long run of doing, you know, this long run of immaculate pitching to last. I mean, he only went five innings last last night, and I think that's only because they don't want to overuse him right now. And right, I, I forgot how many days he was coming off of pitching already. I think he was already coming off of three or four days ago pitching, so they didn't want okay. to overuse him. But they were desperate. They didn't really have yep. anybody kind of coming up. I mean, you have Gavin Stone, Tony Gonzalez, and Noah Syndergaard, but, I mean, they're, they're the rest of the rotation, and it's not good. I mean, I'm not no, a big... I know Gonsolin, the the Dodgers really like him, but I I think that he has his ups and downs. Gavin Stone Mm -hmm. is young, and he's kind of in the Bobby Miller phase, but Noah Syndergaard's the biggest turd out of them all. (laughs) Yes, he is. One and three this year with a 588 ERA. I mean, I'm just not. This guy, he lost it a while ago, and it's probably because of the injuries, and I don't know, maybe the the knack for wanting to play at an elite level. He just isn't that guy anymore. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's this, uh, this, this rotation's in trouble for the Dodgers. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. So, uh, time will tell what happens. Hopefully Urias can, uh, bounce back. I think he's going to be testing out the hamstring here in the coming days to see how it's it's, uh, healing and then we'll get him back out there because he's only 26 years old. So yeah, he's only Um, 26. I mean, he, uh, they have a young rotation for the most part. I mean, with, Noah Syndergaard and Tony Gonzalez. I mean, those are probably their older guys and Clayton Kershaw, if we're right. getting really technical right. about it. But I mean, the Dodgers right now, they're about a game and a half up on the Diamondbacks yep. who in their Spies. last 10 games are eight and two and they're already winning four straight. Diamondbacks are just unreal at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, never would have seen it coming, but the Dodgers to kind of stay ahead. You're going to need better pitching. Now, I think yep. it's going to be easy for them to stay ahead of the Giants. I don't know what the fuck's going on with the Padres <laughs> and, the, and, and the Rockies are always a laughing stock, but the right. Dodgers just to be able to be relevant, they're going to need 
healthy pitchers. Yep. And yep. I, I, I trust Kershaw. I always trust Kershaw, even if he's older right. and he gets injured more than usual. I still trust Kershaw. Yep. yep. But it's the rest. I'm just not a, I don't know. Yeah, the rest are question marks. But yeah, if Kershaw's out there, he's pitching, he's going to give you a a good go when he's healthy. So sure will. He sure will, and man. Let's talk Trey Turner. The guy fucking sucks. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, hopefully he's turning around. He thinks he's turning it around, but <laughs> Sunday and into Monday he was getting the uh, the boo birds here, I believe. Yes. Uh, and uh, he he's perfectly acknowledged that. Uh, uh, yeah, he's in a uh, the midst of uh the, the worst slumps of his career. I think uh you know he'd gotten a uh a hit with runners in scoring position on a uh, Monday night. And that snapped a, uh, an O for 22 skid for him. He had not gotten a, uh, a hit, a hit with a runner in scoring position since April 19, uh, and took until Monday. Uh, he's batting his, uh, career, career worst. Uh, he hasn't been this bad. He's sitting 251 right now. He hasn't been this bad since he came up with the nationals, uh, for a handful of games in 2015. Other than that, the guy's always 290 over 300 hitting. And, and frankly, it stinks. His OP or his on base percentage right now is it's 297. If you're in the 200s, you're fucking sucking. You need yeah. to at least, you know, get, get into the, uh, get into the threes here. But, um, yeah, his, his on base percentage is the lowest it's been, like I said, since 2015. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's just him trying to do too much on the Nationals team when they started out without Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins. If he's trying to put too much on himself, he's trying, but he needs to get back to what he was doing before. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, he's a $300 million man here with the, uh, with the Phillies and he ain't earning that money right now. Yeah. I mean, you and I have talked about this at first. It's when the season started, it's like, oh, okay, it's kind of cute. <laughs> we <laughs> understand it, it, you're getting used to your new team, but th- yeah. the farther we go, we're approaching June now. And it, it is it's a little almost, scary. Yeah. It's almost a little scary. Games in. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've watched some of his games and I know you are always watching him just yeah, because he's on my team. <laughs> he's on your fantasy team, but uh, there's, there's definitely some kind of a disconnect. Something's going on and, and mm-hmm. he knows something's going on. I mean, it yeah. quoted himself. The other day, he said, I, I'm honest with myself. I've sucked. sucked. Yeah. But every at bat, every play, every game is another day to try to do better and try to be the best player that I know I am. And mm-hmm. and I don't think this will last long, but what what's it going to take to get him out of it? Because now Bryce has been back for a couple weeks yeah. and he's still Pressure's not off of him. Right. Yeah. And he's still not picking it up. I mean, is it where Rob Thompson's putting him in the lineup? Right. Is it? Uh, is is he just not used to this kind of pitching, which is weird because he's been in the NL and the NL East before? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly, it's it's hard to pinpoint. I've watched some of his at bats, and he just kind of looks lost. And the stuff he's getting a piece of, there's some he gets. A, the bat sounds so good, man. It sounds really yeah. good, but he can't straighten it out. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that ha- if you're a hitting coach, I'm sure that has to do with how he approaches the ball. I'm sure that has to do with his hips and the way his wrists are in and. Um, sometimes you'll notice like they were kind of doing this last night with Mickey Moniak with the angels and they were showing how mm-hmm. his swing has changed to where he was kind of, he had this more straight line swing when they wanted right. him to kind of come under it a little bit more just so he can get more pull on the ball. And so he can have a little quicker bat speed and it seems to be proving pretty good. So mm-hmm. maybe it's something like that with Trey Turner. Maybe they just they need a few tweaks. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Maybe it comes down to the, the, the hitting instructors aren't that, you know, have to really get to work and look, work and looking at what was successful for him in LA and what was successful for him with the nationals and work together and just get that consistency. Uh, whether it's, yeah, it's that coordination, just trying to be consistent each at bat. 
You know, if you're, if you get an out, you get an out, but if you're keeping that consistency in every at bat, I think that's really the important thing. I agree, Steve. I, I totally yeah. agree. And, and I'd go a little step further than that. I'd look at his, his personal life. Mm, What's going yep. on? Because you got to look since he was with the nationals, a lot has changed for him. I mean, he went yep. from the East coast way out to the West coast to the Dodgers right. And he becomes a World Series champion. He becomes the legitimate star in baseball. Yep. And then he uses that leverage to get a huge payday contract. And then he gets to sign with the Phillies. So I would look at his personal life. Has his routine yeah. changed since he's went from uh, the Washington to L.A. to, to the Phillies? What, yep. where, what's his routine looking like? How's his personal life going? And I know yeah. that's something... That will not kind of be out there in the media. But if I was a manager, if I was a hitting coach, yep. uh, a teammate, I would want to see right the mental side. What is what are you doing different now that you were doing in L.A. and Washington? Yeah. Do you have different people in your life now that you have the big contract? Right. You have different people in your ear. Do you have mm. someone who might have been close to you who isn't uh, you know close to a girlfriend, a, a friend? Right something like that that's not in your life and that can you know keep a void because if you're having struggles on your relationships and things like that that's going to overflow into the uh the game itself you well know, like we've you... seen, yeah we've seen it before with i think prince fielder struggled when he was going through a divorce and you know stuff stuff like that so yeah you brought up an interesting thing you said does he have different people in his life and you're right yeah. i mean i don't for, remember that 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 rap lyric more more money more problems more problems yep exactly and look at look at Cody Bellinger Cody Bellinger's mm -hmm. a perfect example Cody Bellinger's life changed when he was in LA yep. he won the MVP a handful of years ago and he was on a fast track to becoming a star then he had this incredibly big drop off mm -hmm. and not only now you find out later that he's working with his old hitting coach. He's getting back yep. to what brought him that success. Mm -hmm. And he had a reset, which his reset was going to the Chicago Cubs. Right. Keep in right. mind you, he's injured right now, but he's actually having a really good year before that. So yeah, Steve, I think it could, it could come to that. It could, there mm -hmm. might be something other than Trey Turner's hitting. That is a problem. Yep. Maybe it's something in his personal life because he has more money now. It mm -hmm. could very well be. Yep. Yep. More money, more problems right there. You yep. get a whole different set of people that start getting in your ear the minute you become financially successful. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe it is getting back to your old ways, bringing back the old circle, so to speak, of uh, yeah. of people in your life there. So, yeah, it's definitely something to, uh, to take a look at, I'd say. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So um, I know it's Hopefully bad. It turns it right. For your for your team. It's like, come on, man. Like, that was, my, that was my number one pick, man. Um, first kinda, pick in the draft. Uh, yeah, I, I got to ask you. Say he's still hitting shitty in July. Do you do you move on from him? That's a tough call because that's the first pick in the draft. I know, man. I know. Um, man. And, and the funny thing is, if you look at him, I don't know how you can do the adjustment. But if you look at players to drop, usually if I look at like, let's say I wanted to drop Trey Turner, right? There is a little uh, lock and lock like a lock on it. I can't yeah. I can't drop the guy because. He's that high of a superstar, so oh, basically, right. yeah. That's so basically, right. be like, be like, what the hell are you doing? It'd be like someone if they're like, I'm going to go drop Acuna or Aaron Judge, uh, and then someone could just go scoop it right up. But yeah, there's certain people like that. He has a little lock on him, and I don't know if that lock uh, can be taken away. But yeah, mm, um, he's one of those locked up players that uh, if I go to drop somebody, he he's one of those I can't drop. Which I'm sure that they will take that off as the season goes. Because mm -hmm. I think I've seen that before where a player was having a really bad year 
and that lock was off by yeah, they took it off. July yeah. or August or whatever, yep. which um, yep. that's an interesting that's an interesting uh, debate, yeah. though, what you could yeah. do. So uh, it, it, it's tough, though, because it would basically just be me admitting that, well, my first pick sucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I really, really screwed that one up. Because I was debating, you know, going back, I was him, Judge, and Acuna. Those were the three I was going for. Two of those three would have been fantastic picks. Yeah. But I picked Trey Turner. I picked the bad one. Going so, back now, who would you have taken? Uh, probably Acuna. Yeah. Acuna's yeah. playing lights out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was wrong Acuna, with either of them. Acuna and then Judge was 1A. But I just didn't think the Judge was going to surpass what he did last year. But guess what? He's on pace to do, to do what he did last year. <laughs> And like and I've said amazing. in a, sh- a few shows before, when we were talking about you having Trey, you drafting Trey Turner, it, it made sense to draft him sense. first because he's not just a one-dimensional player. He can also yep. steal bases for you. Yep. Yeah. He hits for average. He hits for power. power. I mean, there's a lot to love there. Mm-hmm. So it made sense for him to go first. Uh, but yeah, it's just it happens in fantasy football. It happens in yep. any fantasy sport where you'll draft a guy. First pick or first, first pick. if in the first round, first round. And he yep. doesn't pan out sometimes, you know. Yep. You know who is panning out? Sorry. Mike Trout. What 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 was Trout up to uh last night? Did you get another uh dinger? Did you surpass somebody here? It looks like so as I was watching the Angels game, Mickey Moniac and that shortly after Mickey Moniac was up to bat, mm-hmm. here comes Trout. And I got to see him hit his three hundred and sixty first home run, mm-hmm. which he surpassed Joe DiMaggio, or he ties Joe DiMaggio Ty for DiMaggio. Which, when you think of Joe DiMaggio, you just assumed he was a 500 home yeah. run hitter. Yep, yep. And I think you and I, we went into the 500 home run hitters, and there was a few that we were really surprised. Like I don't think George mm-hmm. Brett was in there. Mm-mm. There was a few were like, "Whoa, you didn't hit 500 home runs? That's wild." But, uh, yeah. uh, but Joe DiMaggio he was a guy that he could. He just got on base all the time. It didn't matter right. how. So right. Mike Trout uh, hit a two-run shot in the eighth inning. Uh, they obliterated the <laughs> Red Sox last night, but he has yeah. tied Joe DiMaggio, and clearly at this point in his career, he's going to surpass DiMaggio, yeah. which I want to – and and we're going to bring another guy into the fold here that also uh, Garrett Cole made some history as well last night, becoming the third fastest player, pitcher, to hit yeah. 2,000 th- uh, strikeouts, 2,000 Ks. Wow. So you got Good two young him. stars in the game, man, yeah. that are really killing it. And I got to ask you, Steve, and we can go yeah. one by one here. Mike Trout, now, say eight, nine years from now, where do you Ooh. see Mike Trout on the home run list? Well, I mean, RBIs aside, it won't even say hits in there because hits and home runs are the most exciting. Where do you see him on that statistical list? Do you see him going over 500? Um, Yeah, I don't see him getting to 600, though. Just because it's super hard to get to 600. Right. Um, like we saw a similar clip, Miguel Cabrera. Uh, we, we, you know, we saw him getting to 500, no problem. We were thinking, man, he might even, you know, get to 600, but then age started to take a toll on him and he went really downhill his last five, six, seven years, in the, uh, leading up to now. Um, will that happen with Mike Trout? Well, maybe, you know, it happened yeah. with Pujols. His numbers went down some. Uh, you know, after eclipsing so many home runs, but you know, Trout's thirty-two, about to be thirty-two years old. Um, I can see, I can see five hundred as as something reasonable that he can get to. Uh, but I don't see six hundred. But I think he can get in that five, maybe five twenty, five twenty-five. Range, wow. So you think he might? So you think he might be on the lower side of the five hundred? I, I, I think I think he might he might start slowing down. Yeah. You know, because wow. he's had injuries in the past. Yeah, the back problem. The, the, you know, the back problem the last few years here. 
Um, so I think, yeah, I think he might be, he might be, you know, have a good, good chance to slow down here these last handful of years that he's in the league, but hopefully he's around for another 10 years or so. Yeah. But I, I see those last five or six years being, you know, not as good as the production that he has right now. So, yeah, I, I tend to agree. And, um, on, on some of the, what you said, but, uh, you know, you got to look at when you're having, when back problems have been an issue, mm-hmm. um, that does catch up with you and, we don't know the longevity of that. I mean, look at right. Miguel. You said Miguel Cabrera. The bicep issues were hard early oh. on for him. I mean, that was the start of the end for him. Yep, the biceps, and, and then the legs just gave out. And then the legs just gave out. But then you look at somebody who you also mentioned, like Albert Pujols. He played till he was 43 years old, and he got over 700 home runs. But you look at his history. He was never really injured throughout most of his career. No. I mean, he stayed relatively healthy. Yep. He just got so, older. <laughs> he just <laughs> got know? older, but yeah. even that drop off, I mean, for him to stick around another two years just to get that 700, I mean, he was still right. hitting 18, 20. I mean, I think in the final, uh, in the final two years of play, I have it right here. He hit the last year, he hit 24 home runs. Okay. And the year before that, 12. So they hit 24. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty fucking impressive. good. Yeah. yeah. And that feels like some some home cooking being back in St. Louis there might have rejuvenated him a little bit, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I, yeah. I think the downfall of him is when he went to the Angels or the was, was it the Angels? Yeah, yeah yep, the Angels. Yep. And then yep. it was, was basically kind of like with Josh Hamilton. Well, it has his other issues, but yeah, there's when you do those big jumps. But um, yeah, man, Albert Pujols was able to do it. But I, you know, with Tro, I think he can hit 600, but it's really hard if you, the back in, the the injuries the last couple of years have really really made yep. me kind of just sit back a little bit i know the other yep. day he was day to day for a second and i know that's yep. mike trout coming back you know he he's the reason he plays because he doesn't like to sit yep. yeah that's going to be an interesting now with you go, now if we go to garrett cole now do you think garrett cole could enter three could he get 3000 strikeouts i think that's definitely a possibility with garrett cole yeah the way he's, what'd you say? He's the third, third youngest, third youngest third, to ever yeah, do third, it. Yeah. Third, third fastest to hit 2000 uh, strikeouts. Yes. Yeah. And he's just, you know, he's on, he's on the clip. He's Cy Young front runner. I think this year right now in the American league, right. Uh, you know, he's 30, 32 years old or so. I think 30, almost 33. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's, uh, yeah, I think he can definitely get to 3000 strikeouts. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, without, without a doubt, unless something catastrophic happens to him, but I'm, I see, I see it as happening. Yeah, I, I can see it as happening because once you hit the three thousand, then you're like, okay, to get mm-hmm. four thousand and five thousand, five thousand, only one player has ever done that. Right. But to get to that, you got to not only play for a long time, but you have to do it at an exceptionally injury-free pace. Yep. Exactly. So uh, once you do that, then you're getting into the Randy Johnson, Nolan Ryan, Roger yep. Clemens kind of kind of way. But early on, I think he could reach John Smoltz. He could reach CC mm-hmm. Sabathia, Kurt Schilling, who each are uh, Kurt Schilling has thirty three thousand one hundred and sixteen, yep. and CC Sabathia has just under thirty one hundred, and John Smoltz is just under thirty one hundred as well. So. I think he could do it, especially for how young he is and what he's pitching. It's interesting. He's never won a Cy Young. So to me, that's and neither. Neither did uh, Greg Maddox, right? Neither did Greg Matt. Well, neither did um, Nolan Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. So and he has over 5,700 strikeouts yeah. in his career, which is yeah, that's incredible that's to think who, about. Yeah. That's who, that's who I was thinking of. Greg Max won like 5,000 Cy Young. Right. <laughs> right. But Nolan, no, Ryan. It was Nolan Ryan that I was thinking of. I was like, oh, man, how did he not win a Cy Young? Right. 
I mean, but he played three decades. Exactly. He played the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. No, he played in four decades. 90s. Yeah, 90s too. Yeah, so that's four decades of baseball. I don't know if Garrett Cole has that in him. No. Especially with how kind of baby shit soft some of these pitchers are. But oh yeah, it's quite interesting. It's yeah. quite interesting to see what, what could happen uh, with him. So I think, yeah, I think he could hit the 3,000 strikeouts. I want to believe Mike Trout will get 600 home runs. But again, it's so. it's all injury-based, right? Yep. If, if And performance-based, too. I mean, yep. like you said with Miguel, the uh, the performance just dropped off. Dropped. Once his, yeah, like you said, once he tore that bicep, I was like, oh, man. It's like, yeah. And then and then the knees just gave out. And like we, he's, li- he's literally all upper body strength right now. That's I know. all he has. He's all swinging with his arms. He's all swinging with his arms. He doesn't have any leg power left at all. And that's which is amazing to, to and that's, see because he was so good. He know, was just 10, 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it, it just dropped off at a certain point. And yep. you and I used to watch him all the time. And this guy just made it look flawlessly. But, I, but I know everybody's bodies are different. Right. 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 I mean, yep. look at Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. Each of them are up to 3,200 strikeouts, which is kind of yep. interesting. They're right next to each other. So Max Scherzer has <laughs> 3,224 strikeouts. Ma- Justin Verlander has 3,218 strikeouts. Oh, so they're, they're within, always battling. Man. They're always yeah. battling, which I fucking love. But yeah, with the injuries they kind of suffered this year, are we seeing the kind of the end of them, the I end of, so. of their dominance? So and every it's every body is different. Every yep. every it just just depends. You can yep. work work out till you're blue in the face, but everybody's chemistry is just different. So yep. while Miguel Cabrera dropped out five, six years ago from being relevant, from being when I mean relevant, like his play being relevant mm-hmm. to Elmer Poolhall is still clubbing away. I mean, we're seeing mm-hmm. it with LeBron James. Look at LeBron. Look how amazing LeBron did yep. in that series. He's trying to will. His yeah, team to beat Denver yeah. and to go that far. Show in Game Four. Yep. I mean, throwing up forty points at a, a and he's like thirty nine years old, thirty eight yeah. years old. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, and it's funny and, you and I, you and I were talking. We thought we thought they lost a step, but even him losing a step is still better than half the players in the league or sixty percent of the players in the league. Yeah, <laughs> I still look at him better than people like James Harden who are younger mm-hmm. than him, and mm-hmm. it's just it's incredible. You're right. He's just better than ninety five percent of the NBA right yeah. now. So. It's just there's there's just different. Some people are just different. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see. I think I think Trout will hit over 500. I think you and I are both in agreement on that yeah. because if he still hits 30 to 40 home runs a year, he'll definitely hit get to 500. Um, oh, yeah. And then Garrett Cole, I mean, he's constantly leading the leading leading the league in strikeouts. So yep. Yep. Uh, and at the same time, he's going to be 33. I think this year, you're still in the prime. So mm-hmm. as long as he takes care of himself, he's pitching in New York, which helps him a lot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There are going to be some exciting records coming down the pipe for these there two is. in the next handful of years. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. speaking of that, that kind of got me going with <laughs> the history of the game. And you it. and I are big fans of the history of the game, right? We are. So yep. Yep. Uh, we did this last year. It was really, it was super fun. Was. We did our start, bench, and cut. And okay. we broke it up in the past. We broke it up in the present. We broke it up in the future. So, for instance, uh, the past, who are we going to start? Who are we going to bench? And who are we going to cut? We'll name three players. Uh, the present will do the same thing. And now in the future, it's people who are rookies this year. Yep. Um, and, and I think we have one guy in there who's about to make his big league start, yeah. but hasn't yet. Um, but for the most part, it's 
what do you, th- you know, it's basically, and I was looking back at some of these, Steve, and some of them are fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> there was a few of them where I was starting Cabrian Hayes oh, over, man. over some like youngsters that are like Josh or not Josh Young, but over some youngsters who are just like Austin Riley and some of them. And I'm like, man, there's no way I'd start Austin or there's no way I'd start Cabrian Hayes over Austin Riley. Not now. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we mixed it up this year, Steve. Well, you and I will just, we'll go tit for tat here. So I'll name the first one. You give, um, we'll just, we'll do either or, you know, we'll okay. do pitching, blah, blah, blah. You name it. Yep. Yep. We'll go back and forth. So, okay. uh, start bench cut, Steve, Satchel okay. Page, Tom Seaver, or Sandy Koufax. Who are you starting? Who are you benching? Who are you cutting? That's good. Uh, I'm going to start Satchel Page, going to bench, uh, Koufax, and then I'm cutting Tom Seaver. Ooh. I love Satchel Page. The thing about Satchel Page, he is so good, but, um, a lot of his number, they don't have all of his numbers complete, you know, and the numbers we have are fantastic, but you know, I just had to, I had to edge it. Uh, so yeah, page Kofax Seaver. How about you? I got, I'm going to start Kofax. I'm going to okay. bench satchel page and I'm going to cut Tom Seaver. I hate yeah, to do Tom, that to Tom, Tom. Seaver gets the ax, man. And, and I, I say the same thing with you with page. It's when we got to, when major league baseball got to see him, he was already in his forties and fifties. Right. So it's really hard to, uh, really hard to pinpoint but yeah yep. but uh Koufax in his short career man I, I had to go with him starting okay. so okay uh, be, uh catchers here uh, Mike who are you gonna start bench or cut Roy Campanella Thurman Munson Buster Posey I love this list uh it's a tough list uh it's a very tough tough list but I'm going Buster Posey for starting okay. I'm uh, just everything he did Thurman Munson I think Thurman Munson while his career was cut really short I think there was enough there to show that he would have been a Hall of Fame catcher. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bench him. He's still on the team, and I'm sorry, Roy. <laughs> Roy Campanella is gonna be uh, gonna be cut. Who do you got? Okay, uh, for me, I'm starting same as you, Buster Posey. The amazing, uh, one of the best catchers I think in our, in our generation. Uh, benching, I got to go with uh, with Roy Campanella, uh, three time three time MVP. Uh, was always in the MVP conversation, always in the All Star games, and then yeah, I'm sorry, we I, I didn't see enough from uh, Thurman Munson, so I, I well, sadly I didn't see enough, uh, so he got cut. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> First base, okay. Steve, start bench cut Albert Pujols, Jimmy Fox, and Willie McCovey. Man, you really make this hard, don't you? Ah, it's a hard <laughs> one. It's a hard one. Uh, uh, start for me. I'm going to start Jimmy Fox. I'm going to bench uh, Albert Pujols, and I'm going to uh, cut, sorry, Willie McCovey. Sorry, Willie. For me, I'm going to start Albert Pujols. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bench Willie McCovey. I just, he was so versatile, so versatile. Yeah. And yep. I'm going to cut Jimmy Fox. And I love Jimmy Fox. He was one of the, arguably one of the best right-handed hitters of all time. But Man, yeah. cutting Fox. Cutting the old Fox. And cutting, cutting the three-time MVP, career 325 hitter, 500-plus yeah. home runs. All right, I see. Ooh, I know, I see. I know. That's all right. That's all right. That, that's why we do these together here. We each Absolutely. have our, our opinions. So uh, heading to second base, I uh, got Craig Biggio. Ryan Sandberg, Rod Crew, start bench or sit, Mike. Who you got? Obviously, you're at the top, man. You got to go with Mr. 3000. Rod Carew is okay. going to be my starting guy. Uh, Ryan Sandberg's going to be benched, and I'm sorry, BG, you didn't make the team you're cut. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I just did a little flip flop. I, I started Sandberg, uh, benched uh, Rod Crew, and yeah, we both agree. Craig Biggio. Sorry, buddy. You're out. <laughs> yeah. Um, third Whoops. base. 
third base, Steve, another. These guys were in the 80s and 90s. Um, well, at least two of them were in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, third base, Chipper Jones, Wade Boggs, Mike Schmidt. Start bench cut. Okay. Um, for me, uh, I'm starting uh, Mike Schmidt, over 500 home runs, fantastic hitter. Uh, benching Wade Boggs and, and tough call. Chipper, you get the uh, the cut. So uh, that, that's that's for me what I'm going with for third base. Yeah, man. Stay, same with me. I, I, this is our first one that we agree on completely. Oh, okay. Schmidt, Boggs, Jones. It's hard because Schmidt's just the fucking all-star. He's yeah. the star of the group. And then Boggs, Mr. Reliable. And Jones, yeah. while he was amazing, just the numbers don't add up. So, yep. Yep. I agree. Uh, moving on to shortstop. Uh, Alan Trammell, Robin Yount, and the Iron uh, Man, Cal Ripken Jr. Uh, star bencher sit for you. Well, I got Ripken starting. I got okay. Robin Yount who didn't make that many all-star games. This is crazy, which you and I, I think cracked that. Up we talked about that. Yeah. Just because know. of the time he played in. Uh, so Robin yep. Young is benched and Trammell. I hate to do it, buddy. I love Trammell, but Trammell's cut. Okay. Uh, me, uh, I did a little flip I started, uh, Robin Yount, and I benched uh, Cal Ripken and yeah, uh, Alan Trammell. Sorry, pal, you just don't have the uh, the accolades to uh, to make the cut here, so you're out. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> here's your paper. Um, yeah, it is, yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> uh, so for left field, uh, we got Carl Ustremski, Willie Pop Stargell, yeah. or Al Simmons start bench cut. So yeah, I'm gonna start Ustremski, on um, bench and Stargell. And I had to Google Al Simmons. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's who I'm going with. Oh, uh, Al Simmons. Yeah, he was the man. I mean, girl, yeah, I mean, he, Al Simmons was after a hell I of a I looked him up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looked him up. He was good. He had some good great. stats. He did. Um, yeah, 30s, 20s through the, four, uh, through the uh, well, the beginning of the 40s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Al Simmons was the man. Um, same, same, Steve. Okay. Uh, Yaz, Stargell, and Simmons. Okay. Okay, so we agreed on that one. Center field, uh, we got uh, Duke Snyder, uh, Ty Cobb, and Tris Speaker. Man, that's a hard list, dude. Uh, the hard So, list. yeah, for you, uh, start bench or sit, what are you thinking? I'm going with my boy Ty Cobb. I mean, yeah, the Georgia Peach. Yeah, baby. Nobody plays with the ferocity of Ty oh. Cobb uh, to this day even. Ty Cobb, mm-hmm. I'm going to bench Speaker, and sorry, Duke <laughs> Snyder, this is a tough one, but you're gone. And the Duke of Flatbush gets the cut. Yeah. yeah, same thing with me, though. I have to agree with you on that. Ty Cobb, he was just, man. He was like, you know, before Babe Ruth, he was the, the face of baseball. You thought of baseball at that time. It was, it was Ty Cobb right there. Yeah. I mean, part of the original uh, Hall of Fame class. So, yeah, Ty Cobb, Tris Speaker, I'm benching. And then the Duke of Flatbush gets the cut. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> Steve, going over to right field, we got Reggie Jackson, Babe Ruth, and Frank Robinson. Who you got? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, obviously, uh, I'm I'm starting uh, Babe Ruth, uh, just because of uh, his postseason prowess. I'm going to bench Reggie Jackson, and then sorry, I'm going to cut Frank Robinson. Mm. So uh, that, that's uh, that's how I'm going with Jackson's average sucks, but he came up big, big home runs, and and you can't take his World Series hardware away from him. So uh, yeah, that's that's my list. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, you know, I kind of like your list too, just because he, I mean, it's all about wins. It's all yep. about. Uh, the ring, baby. And yep. if you're looking at postseason alone, he was a postseason <laughs> darling. So, mm-hmm. but I went the opposite way. But I do got <laughs> Ruth. Ruth is has always been the face of baseball. Yep. Um, I'm going to bench Frank Robinson just because he could do it all. Mm-hmm. And sorry, Reggie, you're cut. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, enjoy wah. that. Enjoy that Reggie candy bar. Go talk about yourself some more, Reggie Jackson. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, D- DH, this is fun. Uh, Harold Baines, Chili Davis, Hal McRae, start bench or sit. What do you yeah, think kind of, of uh, slim pickings here. Um, <laughs> uh, I went with Harold Baines. I'm starting Hal McRae. We're going to bench him. And then, sorry, Chili Davis, you ain't making uh, my team on most <laughs> most places. So Yeah, I agree with you on that. I'm starting Baines, benching Hal McRae, and uh, Chili Davis, you get the shaft here. You're getting cut. So Yeah. Uh, But we're going with the present now. So this one is interesting because while there's a player that is better in terms of their their legacy, they're not great right now. Exactly. And that's what I was thinking in my mentality. Mine too. You know, know, some of those you'd be like, why do you go with this guy? Well, I'm going with what he's doing right now. So that's that's exactly how I'm looking at it. So Steve, start with you first. So consider it right now. We're not talking about legacy. Yep. Who would you start? Who would you bench? Who would you cut? Clayton Kershaw, Spencer Strider, Shane McClanahan, starting pitchers. Uh, I'm starting Spencer Strider. That guy's been a beast uh, these last couple of years, uh, especially right now. Kershaw, I'm benching. Shane McClanahan, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you're going to get cut, my man. Sorry about that guy. <laughs> I went Kershaw just because he hasn't shown me that he's not good yet. Okay. Um, okay. He's not. He's not getting blown out in games like Scherzer and, and Justin Verlander have. He's still pitching with the best of them when he plays. So, uh, Clayton Kershaw, I'm starting. Strider, I got to keep him in the mix. This is a tough one. Strider yep. is going to be benched, and then sorry, McClanahan. I think you're one of the top pitchers right now, but you're going to be cut. Ooh, it's the shaft. All right, uh, heading over to the catching position. I got Adley Rushman, Salvador Perez, and JT Realmuto. Uh, start bench or sit for you, man. Yeah, I'm going to say Adley Rushman. Uh, okay. As of late, he hasn't been great, but I, I think uh, just the skill level's there, and he does it a little bit more often than Realmuto because I got them both on my fucking team. So, yeah, good for you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Adley Rushman, I'm starting. I'm going to bench Realmuto, and sorry, Sal, you're cut. Similar uh, for me. I'm starting actually Real Mito, though. Uh, I still think he's he's the catcher here in baseball. I believe Rushman's coming up, but yeah, like you said, he's been not the best recently. I'm going to bench uh, Rushman and uh, yeah, Sal Perez, you're out, buddy. You're coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first base, uh, Matt Olson, Paul Goldschmidt, Jose Abreu. Star bench or sit? This is a little bit of a tougher one because they're both haven't had, they're all three haven't had all great three, seasons. No. Um, I guess you could say Matt Olson has had the better season, but I, right. I'm I'm looking at projectability for the rest so, of the year, and I I, I don't think Paul Goldschmidt is going to be have a bad year when it's all said and done. So I'm going to go yeah. Paul Goldschmidt. I'm starting Matt Olson. Man, he's you got to give him his props for playing well this year. And then sorry, Jose Abreu yeah. looks like he's ready to retire. So <laughs> <laughs> he's he, he's cut. <laughs> all right. Yeah, he's really throwing in that towel, huh? <laughs> yeah. um, which sadly you'll see my list. I'm starting Matt Olson there and go. I'm uh, benching Jose Abreu. I still think he's got, you know, even though he looks like he's ready to retire, he's still got something. And Paul Goldschmidt, he just flat out sucked this year. So he got cut for me. The funny thing is, though, I made this list. We were uh, we're recording here on Tuesday. I did my list on Monday afternoon when we were doing show prep. Goldschmidt, after I put him on the list for cut, he hit two home runs last night. Did you start I, him in your fantasy team? I did start him in oh, my fantasy team. Yeah, for, for once. Uh, yeah, because he was uh, riding the pine there for a bit. But he's still riding the pine in uh, my list here. But uh, yeah, he at least hit two home runs yesterday. So maybe you'll uh, work your way up here, Paul. Yeah, I, I just can't see uh, a, a defending MVP just having a, a shitty year. Yeah, man. 
Man, what a piece of yeah yeah it's it's it's, it's, it's a major lack of production it's, it's just been odd it's been bad bro moving over to second base steve jeff mcneil okay. marcus simeon or luis uh Arez or arise who do you got uh either way uh <laughs> i'm uh i'm starting uh luis arise uh he's, he hasn't missed a beat since moving to miami from minnesota uh, i'm benching marcus simeon and then jeff mcneil gets the shaft he's getting caught yeah, this one is a little bit easier just in in the uh, just the productivity level. McNeil's yeah. not having a great year, but he's still hitting the ball. The only reason, but so I got Marcus Simeon starting, and that's just because he drives in more runs. And then okay. I got uh, Ares or Ares, and then I'm gonna cut McNeil as well. But yeah, this one's a little a little bit more clear cut. Okay, all right, all right. I see you yes. heading over to uh, <laughs> heading over to third base. We got Austin Riley. Alec Baum and Alex Bregman start bench or sit. What do you they feel? have all had a tough May. They're all yeah. really slugging along. I'm gonna do this just because I'm. It's it's the Paul Goldschmidt defense. Okay. I'm gonna start Alex Bregman just because I just re- refuse to believe he sucks ass. <laughs> but man, he's making it hard when he's batting like two twenty two. Really is man. Um, really is. Austin Riley. I'm gonna bench and then Alec Baum. Man, you were looking really good there for a hot second. Come back. <laughs> Come back, uh, please. You're cut. Who do you got? So for me, looking at uh, at third base, uh, I'm going to go with uh, starting Austin Riley mm. uh, just because I, I, th- I think he has that potential. And I'm not just saying that because he's on my team. Uh, Alec Baum, I got him second. And I'm sorry, after Alex Bregman's just screwed me too much in fantasy, he gets cut. <laughs> Alec I'm out Bregman for Alex Bre- di- Alec, He's yeah. done you dirty. He really has repeatedly. Repeatedly, <laughs> for sure, dude. Yeah. Oh man. So um moving on to a shortstop. We got Xander Bogarts, Lindor, and Corey Seeger. Who are we yeah. who are we thinking? Just yeah. like second, I think this is a little bit uh, a little easier. Basically in the order you said him, man. I'm gonna start Bogarts, I'm gonna bench <laughs> Lindor, and I'm gonna cut Seeger. Wow. So for present, we actually agree on this one. I'm the same way. Yep, Bogarts, Lindor, cut and Seeger. Left field. This one's hard. So Brian Reynolds, Juan Soto, or Kyle Schwarber start bench cut. Okay. Again, we're talking about what what's going on right now. I'm going to go with Reynolds to start, uh, Soto to bench, and then Kyle Schwarber is just uh, getting cut. I mean, I could have started Soto, but he's just been so inconsistent to start the year. It's, it's you know, he's turned it around recently, but uh, yeah. Uh, Reynolds, Reynolds still gets the start in my eyes. So yeah, it's you? it's so hard to look over legacy and mm-hmm. just be figure all oh, that guy's just not going to do good. And yeah. Soto's coming back with the Padres. I think he was gone with an injury for a little bit there, mm-hmm. and he's back now. I think he's going to produce. I just refuse to believe he's going to go quietly into the night. Um, Soto yeah. starting. I hate to do it, but Brian Reynolds, I'm going to bench you. And Schwarber, I love to do it. I'm cutting you. <laughs> <laughs> Your hatred for Kyle Schwarber runs deep. Yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> uh, center field, uh, we got Michael Harris Jr., Julio Rodriguez, Cedric Mullins, start bencher. Uh, cut, who are you thinking? Ooh, this one is tough. So I'm going off performance based, okay. clearly. Cedric Mullins, there's more of a sample size there. He's been doing it for multiple yeah. seasons now. So I'm going to start him. J-Rod, man, I'm sorry, uh, Julio Rodriguez, I got to bench you, but you're not going to be cut because Michael Harris is the guy to get cut. And Michael Harris has just had a bad year so far, man, just injured and yeah. Yeah, he's got the sophomore slump, but I still hold out hope for him. So I'm starting Julio Rodriguez. He's turned it around here as of late. I'm benching uh, Michael Harris uh, Jr. 
because I, I hold out hope. And then, yeah, Cedric Mullins, he gets the cut for me. Sorry, I know you hit for the cycle this year, but yeah, you get, you get cut. Sorry, guy. Yeah, he's still producing. He's still producing. Yeah. So um, right field, Steve, uh, Alex Verdugo, Kyle Tucker, or Fernando Tatis Jr. new to the right field. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to start Tatis. I'm going to bench uh, Tucker, and I'm I'm cutting Alex Verdugo. So it was, it was tough, but that's uh, that's my moves. I'm sticking with it. I'm going to stick with Kyle Tucker starting just because okay. he's a little bit more proven in, in the mm-hmm. right field. Tatis, I'll bench because the ceiling is very high and he's a great player. Mm-hmm. And then I think we're both in greens for cutting Verdugo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> DH. We got Bryce Harper. Welcome back. Uh, J.D. Martinez and Jordan Alvarez, star bench or sit. Yeah, or man. Cut, sorry. <laughs> Harper. Harper's been killing it, man. So I'm going to go yes. with Harper uh, starting benching Alvarez and cutting J.D. Martinez. Okay. I'm going to do a little flipperoo. I'm going to start Alvarez. I'm going to bench Harper, and we both agree the old man gets cut. J.D. Martinez, sorry. Yeah, no, he's, he's getting the cut. Yeah, it's <laughs> hard, too, because he's in a lot of lineups, and he actually makes hits when he's they do- need hits. But He's doing okay. He's holding but, his own, but you can yeah, tell age is age is creeping up. up to him. Yep. Um, moving over to the future, we're talking yeah. about the rookies in the league this year. Start bench set, starting pitchers: Grayson Rodriguez with Baltimore, Bobby Miller with the Dodgers, or Hunter Brown with Houston. Who do you got? All right, so I'm uh, I'm going to start Hunter Brown. I'm uh, benching uh, G Rod here, and I'm going to cut Bobby Miller. I mean, he had one start, so yeah, uh, he's most likely going back to the minors. So, um, I'm I, going with. I think uh, Grayson Rodriguez. Uh, I, I'm starting him just because I think he's going to come to his come into his own as the second oh. half of the season is short uh, with one a month or so away. Uh, Hunter Brown, kind of establishing himself in that Houston rotation. He's going to mm-hmm. be benched, and yeah, I'm cutting Miller. Small sample size right now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, moving on to catcher here, we got Logan O'Hop, Kybert Ruiz, and Francisco Oliveras. Star bench or cut? What are we thinking? Ooh, this one's a little tough, man. Yeah. I like Lo, even though he's kind of injured and kind of uh, a little bit all over. I, I, there's a lot there, and he's a hard worker. So Logan mm-hmm. O'Hop, I'm going to start. I'm going to uh, uh, bench Alvarez, Francisco mm-hmm. Alvarez. I don't. I honestly don't think he's going to be a long term solution there, even though everybody says he is. And Kybert Ruiz, yeah, he's going to get cut for me. Just I can't believe he walked away an instant millionaire, and there's just yeah. he hasn't shown that he is the guy, the top catcher, you know. So I hear you, I hear you. I believe in Alvarez, so I'm starting Alvarez. Yep. I'm uh, benching uh, Ruiz, and I'm cutting O'Hop just because the guy's injured. I don't even know when he's coming back. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, it's that's, hard. That's I, my rationale there. Yeah, for first base, Steve. Yeah, Tristan Cassis, okay. uh, Michael Toglia. For Colorado okay. and Spencer Steer out of Cincinnati. Who do you got? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to start uh, Spencer Steer. I'm going to bench uh, Tristan Casas and uh, Michael Toglia. You get the shaft. You're out, man. Yeah. The first two that you said, you could go either way with because they mm-hmm. both have had kind of identical years. Casas, uh, I'm going to start just because I like the projectability better. Steer kind of came out of nowhere. I'm going to yeah. bench him. And sorry, Toglia. I think there's a lot there, but just not yet. You're going to be benched. Yep. Uh, moving over to second base, we got uh, Nolan Gorman, uh, Matt McClain. I like that guy out of Cincinnati, and Miguel Vargas with the Dodgers. Uh, start bench or cut? I'm going to go with McClain. I think yep. his projectability is a little bit more than those guys. Yep. Nolan Gorman, I'm going to bench because that's another guy who I think is going to come through and be really good in that in that uh, St. Louis lineup if they don't trade him for pitching. And Miguel Vargas, I'm going to cut. Yep. And uh, uh, similar, you know, it's a coin flip here. I'm going to go with Gorman to start. Uh, McLean to bench and Miguel Vargas just sucked. 
Uh, he, he gets he gets the cut. Bro, I'm, ready burn, I'm ready to burn the rookie card that I got out of my 2023 yeah. Tops uh, uh, Series 1. I was like, this card. And when I first got I was like, this card's great. Yeah. Him and uh, Gunnar Henderson have had a rough yep. start to their years. Um, yeah. Third base, Steve. Casey Schmidt out of San Francisco. Brett Batty out of the New York Mets. Or Josh Jung, Texas. Okay. Got? Uh, I'm starting Brett Batty. Uh, you know, he's been up and down. Kind of a roller coaster to start here, but I think he's going to continue to turn it up. And then uh, Josh Young, uh, I'm going to bench. And then uh, Casey Schmidt, San Francisco, I'm going to cut. So I'm going to start Josh Young. He's murdering the ball in Texas. He's yeah. actually one of their better players out there uh, offensively and defensively. Brett Batty, I'm going to bench because, like Steve, he's up and down, but the projectability is really high. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a great player when it's all said and done. Casey, I think he's going to have a good year uh, yeah. when it's all said and done. And Casey Schmidt is just cut. Just some apple size, small, hasn't done mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Shortstop. Shortstop. Okay, we have guys who just. Great players have a rough start to this year. So this one's kind of going off of what you think they might do the rest of the year. Gunnar Henderson at Baltimore, Ezekiel Tovar, Colorado, or Zach Nito, uh, Los Angeles Angels. Who do you got? I'm going to start Nito. I'm going to bench uh, Gunnar Henderson. High hopes for him, but he's just fucking suck. Yeah. But not as much as Tovar. <laughs> uh, so Ezekiel Tovar, he gets the cut for me. And just I, I had I drafted him late. In hopes that he might be a diamond in the rough. Well, he's just been rough. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear that, man. Gunnar Henderson, it's been rough too. I, I see. I watch a lot of Baltimore games. I see where mm-hmm. he's getting better. I think it's going to be turning around for him when it's as we go more into the season. Gunnar Henderson starting benching is Nito. I think Nito is a really bright spot mm-hmm. for the Angels and Tovar. I think he's the next Iglesias. I think he's going to be all all fielding, all base mm-hmm. running. Not going to be, or just all fielding, anyways, and not a big hitter when it's yep. all said and done. Flash of a glove, not much of a bat. Exactly. Yep. Uh, left field, we got Jordan Walker, uh, Alec Burleson, and Masataka Yoshida. Start bench or cut? Who we well, yeah. I mean, Yoshida's the oldest one out of this group, which mm-hmm. is weird. He's like 30 yeah. or nearing 30, and Walker could be a third baseman, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this order, yeah, I'm going to start Walker just because he can play infield, outfield. Mm-hmm. I like his bat the best. Yoshida has been just uh, a godsend for Boston. He's kind of picked up where J.D. Martinez left off. And um, Burleson, he started hot, but I'm sorry, man. You're just not hot <laughs> enough, and you're going to be cut. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Yoshida just because he's been a, a bright spot here in the Red Sox lineup and keeping them afloat. Uh, Walker, I'm going to uh, bench, and yeah, Burleson, not, not the best, so he gets cut for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up. Uh, the center fielders. This one's mm-hmm. interesting. We got James Outman with the Los Angeles Dodgers, Estery uh, Ruiz with Oakland, and Garrett Mitchell, who was fucking a great rookie up until he got injured for the rest of the year with yep. Milwaukee Brewers. Start bench yep. cut. Who do you got? I love. I still love uh, Garrett Mitchell, so I'm going to start uh, Mitchell. I'm going to bench Outman, and then yeah, Ruiz. Sucks that you're with the A's because you're playing like the A's. So, yeah, you're out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is another one Steve and I agree with. Mitchell, Outman, Ruiz. Ruiz is actually a looks like a bright spot for him, yeah, but, you just, but you just don't know where he fits in the long no. grand scheme of things. He's a little streaky. Yep. Um, I'm the same way. Mitchell, Outman, Ruiz. Okay. Uh, and then last uh, right field here, uh, we got Corbin Carroll 
with the uh, Diamondbacks, Will Brennan with uh, the Guardians, and then Colton Kowser with the uh, the Orioles. Start bench or cut? Kowser's about to come up, so I'm going to put him in the mix. It was kind of slim pickings for right fielders, so it was easier just to put him in since he's coming mm-hmm. up, and I, I think his projectability is just as good as Carroll's here. But yep. Corbin Carroll is a star with Arizona, and mm-hmm. I just – He's everything you hope he would be, he would have became. So Corbin Carroll is going to be started uh, starting bench. I'm going to get Kowser just because okay. I like I like the outlook of him and Will Brennan. Just small sample size, really good with Cleveland, but I'm going to bench him. Or I'm and sorry, me, I'm going to cut him. I'm going to cut him. Me, I'm all in on. I, I love Kowser. I mean, I just love the Orioles team in general. This is what a, this is what a rebuild should look like. Uh, I think he's going to come up and just fit right in. So I'm starting him. I'm benching uh, Corbin Carroll, and then yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna cut Will Brennan uh, from uh, Cleveland. Just not enough of the sample size. So, yeah, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. So that was uh, start bench or cut, man. Uh, you know, it's hard to do the future with DHs just because. Right. I've seen Miguel Vargas DH, but I've also yep. seen him play first, and I've seen him play second and short. So, I yep. uh, you don't want to tell with someone with someone that young. Yeah, you don't want to just label them a DH when they're like 22, 23 years old. Y- yeah, because yeah, you just they're not they're not in that Jordan Alvarez where you're like, okay, nope. he's a primary DH if right. Abreu's not. So, yeah, exactly stuff exactly. like that. You uh, ready to head on over to the Fancy Factory? Let's do it. All right. Let's hit it. You have any uh, yeah or nas for this week? I do, man. So uh, this week, this was an interesting trade, and I wanted to see if you were about it or not, uh, whether you're going to veto it or not. So (laughs) we have James Altman, Tanner Beebe, or Josiah Gray. They they got those three. You got two pitchers with Josiah Gray and Tanner Beebe Mm -hmm. and James Altman, and they were trading for Bryce Harper and Andrew Chafin, who I'm supposed I'm guessing now is uh, Arizona's closer, closer. Yeah. who's doing very well. I think he has like six or eight saves. So mm-hmm. uh, Altman, BB, Gray, each of them under, you know, uh, each of them having a really good year for Harper and Chafin. Will yeah or nah? I'm going to actually go. Yeah. on this one, I like wow. it. Um, you know, you got good offensive production at Outman and then, yeah, two good pitchers and uh BB and gray, and then you'd be uh, giving those guys up and then getting great offensive. Bryce Harper has been looking great so far this year. And then, yeah, you get a great uh, relief pitcher and Andrew Chafin. And I think this is good for both sides. So yeah, it's a yeah for me on that one. Yeah. And uh, three young players with Outman, yeah. BB and, mm-hmm. and gray, BB and gray so far under a two ERA, I believe. Yeah. Pitching really went out. I like it. Yeah, Alvin. yeah, I, I like it. I think it's good for both sides. So yeah, it's a yeah for me. A yeah for Steve. Yep, um, yep. Moving over, we have another starter sit, not cut, but starter sit. <laughs> Steve, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's uh, let's cue the music. Let's go. All right. This week we have James Outman or Cedric Mullins starter sit. Outman. Outman. Yep. Uh, Jose. I'm sorry, Andres Jimenez or uh, Gene Segura. Gene Segura. Uh, Luis Arez or Marcus Simeon? Uh, give me a uh, uh, Arez right there. Riley Green or Will Brennan? Riley Green, he's been good as a late. Give me Green. Yeah. yeah, Green's been really good. Riley yeah. Green again or Estery Ruiz out of Oakland? Green. Uh, Matt Olson or Jose Abreu? Yeah. Olson all day on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jose Abreu again or Rowdy Tellez? Ah, uh, Rowdy Tellez. Tellez again, or Miguel Cabrera on the DH, the utility side. Uh, Tellez. Uh, Varsho, Dalton Varsho, or Jake Fraley, outfield? Dalton Varsho. Uh, the star of Oakland, Brent Rooker, <laughs> or uh, Thero Estrada, outfield? Uh, give me, yeah, give me Rooker. He's got more power right now than Estrada. 
Uh, Willie Adamas or Francisco Lindor, shortstop? Lindor. Willie uh, Adamas again or Tommy Edmond? Uh, Adamas. Third base, Nolan Arenado or Josh Young? Josh Young. He's been murdering the ball. Arenado's been good as of late, too, but give me give me Josh Young. Uh, Josh Young again or Taylor Walls, third base? Josh Young. Uh, Brandon Lau or Brandon Drury, second base? Lau blows. Give me Drury. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Javier Baez or Ezekiel Tovar? Baez. Baez has been murdering the ball, too. Yeah, I hope it's... Yeah continues um I hope so too. ryan mountcastle or isak paredes first base paredes uh i don't know if we said this before but mookie betts or bobby wood jr shortstop for shortstop yeah because Betts has been doing more shortstop give me mookie betts yeah and he's been doing really good yeah he might be the first <laughs> if he could win a gold glove at short he might be the first Dude. multi-positional guy yeah i think he might be right that'd be killer Oh, that'd be amazing. Hunter yeah. Renfro or Brandon Marsh outfield? Uh, Marsh. Uh, Lords Guriel or Michael Harris II? Guriel. Uh, and last but not least, rounding out with catcher, Christian Bethencourt or Will Smith? Will Smith. Will Smith. What do we got for waiver wire? Waiver wire. So uh, here's uh, three players that I was looking at that you could consider uh, picking up here for this week. First up on the list is uh, Paul Jung. Uh, St. Louis, he's up 14% in Yahoo leagues. Uh, last two weeks, he's been hitting 261, but he's got some power in the bat there. Six home runs, 14 RBIs. So if you're looking for a boost in your offense, not necessarily with your average, but trying to get uh, home runs and RBIs, he'd be a guy to look at. Uh, second is uh, Bobby Miller. Uh, made his debut last night, had a pretty good debut. Up 28% in Yahoo leagues. Prospect Fever, uh, as like I said, he made his debut last night. Uh, wasn't the best in the minors, but it didn't translate in the majors. So he might be up for a couple of starts. So if you're looking for a pitcher to bolster rotation for some spot starts, uh, Bobby Miller. Second is, uh, or third on the list is uh, Jorge Soler. He's up 10% in Yahoo leagues. Last couple of weeks, he's hit 283 with five home runs and 12 RBIs. Uh, he was on my team, but sucked. Uh, hopefully <laughs> you can help out your team though. So, uh, yeah, those are the three players I'm looking at here for, uh, this week on the waiver wire. Yeah. He's a hard one to trust. Every he time really I is. trust him, he breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked him up and he sucked ass for like two weeks and I yeah. dropped him and now he's doing better. So fucking, <laughs> so streaky with this. Yeah, guy. he really is. Uh, uh shall we uh, head on over to collection corner? Let's do it. All right. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Uh Battle of the Pitchers this week for okay. me. Up up for me is Spencer Strider. He's up eight dollars and twenty-nine cents. Nice. That's forty-nine point three two percent increase. Market price right now sits around twenty-five dollars and ten cents. Of course, he's young. So it's mostly his rookie cards. It's 22 tops now. Rookie card cup has the cup on it. The oh, all cool. rookie. Yeah, and then those the, ones. Yeah. And then those are always high value. Uh, it's 2020 Bowman Chrome and his 22 tops heritage high number base. 521 down for me. Surprisingly, is Sandy Koufax. Ooh. Uh, yeah, he's down $98 and 33 cents. That's a 55.81% decrease. Market price right now sits around $77 and 87 cents. And that is for most of his top cards, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he decreased $98, that means his stuff was pushing 150 yeah, and was exactly. over 150 So he's been up there. Uh, 57 tops, 302, 65 tops, the one that has the ERA, uh, ERA leaders with him and Drysdale on it, the number eight card, and his 55 tops rookie card, 123, are all down. And yeah. if you want his rookie card, his most famous is the, is the 55 tops. Yeah. Uh, that's going for like four or five hundred dollars right now, uh, yeah. for lower than six, six, uh, okay. five, four grades. So, okay, okay, 
I like to get my mitts on that. Probably, yeah. I'm I'm someone, and we talked about that before. I like cards just to have the card. Doesn't necessarily have to be a high grade. It could be a beat up card, but it's one of yeah. those famous cards. I like to have my mitts on it. Oh, same. Yeah. Uh, up for me this week is uh, Carly Strepsky. He's up forty six dollars and one cent, or two hundred twenty four point one one percent increase to a market value of sixty six dollars and fifty four cents. Up cards include his nineteen seventy four tops number two eighty. His nineteen sixty four tops Giants. These massive cards, really cool looking at. Uh, Number 48 uh, down this week actually is Matt Olson. He's down $2.46 or a 30.41% decrease to a market value of $5.63. Down cards for Olson includes 2021 Topps Living Set, number 510, and his 2020 Topps Fire Base, number 35. Ew. Nice. Yeah. So we uh, get the candles out, celebrate a birthday here? Yeah, let's do it. All right. It's a happy heavenly birthday to Dodger great and Hall of Famer Zach Wheat. Born on May the 23rd of 1888, uh, Wheat was a career 317 hitter, 2,884 career hits, 132 home runs, and 1,248 runs batted in. He spent a majority of his career there with the Dodgers, who were starting out as the Super Bras, uh, then the Dodgers and Robins from 1909 to 1926, and then ended his career with the uh, Philadelphia Athletics in 1927. He was an NL batting champion in 1918 and elected to the Hall of Fame via the Veterans Committee in 1959. Some trivia on him is he remains the Dodgers' all-time franchise leader in hits, doubles, triples, RBIs, and total bases. Wheat was also known as a stylish and graceful outfielder, leading National League uh, left fielders and put out seven times and fielding percentage twice. Happy birthday to Zach Wheat. That is a deep, deep pull. I do what I can, can, man. (laughs) Born 1888. (laughs) Holy fuck. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I like those deep pulls from time to time. Yeah. uh, Inform the viewers of uh, listeners here of uh, some players that you don't usually hear so much about. But he still holds a lot of Dodger franchise leaders in uh, a lot of categories. So. Good on him. Wild to think about it. It's even more wild that he played for Brooklyn in their three names. Super uh, odds, Dodges, and Robins. <laughs> wild, dude. Even yeah. the Philadelphia Athletics. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Happy birthday to Zach Wheat. Happy birthday, Zach Wheat. Well, that's a fucking show. Woo. We packed a lot into that one. I'll say that. Yeah, man. That was so fun. The start bench cut. Yep. Um, yep. Love that show. I love talking Pat. Anytime we get to talk past baseball. Mm-hmm. I love talking records. I love that. That's always super fucking fun. And seeing players yeah, inch their way towards those records are always fun. But right. um, in the meantime, be sure to like, share, subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend, be a bud, tell a bud. You can always get a hold of me with questions. Uh, Michael J. Dalt at Michael J. Dalt on Instagram or uh, Stephen dot Ford. two as well. So. Yeah. Shit, man. Let's uh beautiful day out. Let's uh, yeah. get the fuck out of here and uh take advantage of it. Sounds good to me, man. All right, we'll catch you all next week. Deuces. <laughs>